1400 K-Star is KSRR Provo. The following is a paid commercial program. Opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the party expressing them. Good morning. This is Heidi Hansen on Talk of the Town. Donna Max is out today enjoying the Labor Day holiday with her family, and I'm excited to be here with Karen Grant. And I had not heard of care of you, Karen, before, but I am so fascinated to learn of what you do. Karen is a singer and a songwriter and a licensed massage therapist, and she uses aromatherapy and combines all these things together, which makes it so fascinating to help women in particular with healing. I'm guessing men are not completely excluded from that, or are they excluded? No men are excluded. They are excluded. <laughs> no, no, no men aren't No excluded. men are excluded. <laughs> <laughs> so as I once heard a woman say, this is for women and for smart men. <laughs> That's right. For the wise men. Well, welcome, Karen. Tell us just a little teeny bit about yourself, other than what I've shared, because I haven't had the chance to meet you before. Give us a little bit of your, you know, feeling about about what you do and your mission about um, your healing with people, please. Thank you. I am so excited to be here, and I'm so excited for those who are listening today who may be suffering from brokenheartedness. You know, we live in a time where no one is exempt from a broken heart, and we all know someone who's mourning or has cause to mourn. And you know, we've heard of grief coaching out there. There's over 250,000 Google hits a day for grief coaches, grief counselors. But I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do it in a way that didn't focus on the grief, that focuses on the joy. And grief is a temporary, should be a temporary condition. It's something that we pass through, not something that should exist in us. And so the goal is to lead people back into their joyful states. I believe we are sent here to have joy. And so I'm so excited for this work that's been, we've been doing for 15 years now. Mm. And excited to take it further. We call ourselves Joy Coaches Nationwide. We're starting in Utah and we're fanning out. And you're popular. I'm surprised that I had not heard your name before. I'm not that popular. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get more popular, but you are popular. I was actually at an event just two nights ago, happened to be speaking with a man, and he asked me if I knew you. And I said... You know, I said, it's so interesting that you asked because I said, I ha- I don't know her, but I am interviewing her on Monday morning. <laughs> so that was awesome. serendipitous. What is the healer's touch method that you use? Well, I want to back up just a little teeny bit. There was a time when I was in a marriage that was very painful. It wasn't what your happy ever after dream is mm. is about. And we know, you know, marriage is is a joy and yet if it if it's hurting it's it can really hurt yeah. and i was with my brother-in-law and he was picking up his paycheck at the university of utah he happens to be an anesthesiologist mm. and i i was i was sitting outside 
of the hospital and watching people walk in with gauze wrapped around their heads or their broken arms or legs in a cast. Right. I thought there is no school or education really for a broken heart. And so at that time I prayed and I just right there in that car just asked if there is a way to mend a broken heart. If, you know, if we could play, how do you mend a broken heart? Yeah. Right now that would be perfect timing because that was my question. How do you mend a broken heart? And and the heart is something that is not visible. We can't see. If somebody has a broken shoulder, we know not to bump that, you know. But mm. if somebody's heart is broken, we don't know that necessarily. People do a good job of trying to cover that up. And so um, through my experience, and I, and I did go through a divorce, and at that time and was able to pray some more and ask for a method that I could use for myself. And that's when the words came to my mind. Use the gift of songwriting and aromatherapy and use your songs and your music to heal your own broken heart. And from there, mm. you will go and you will mend the broken hearts of your mother and your sisters. And then it will fan out and you will, you will spread. And then I developed a clientele, went to massage school and developed a whole entire clientele of Women anywhere from just needing deep relaxation, young mothers who, who needed relaxation all the way down the road to those who were suffering from substance abuse or the death of a loved one or is there life after divorce? Mm -hmm. And so this clientele began to grow. The music and the oils just became the way for me to express my love and my desire to comfort people with broken hearts. Well, I can't, I can't think of anything more enjoyable or relaxing or soothing, you know, other than, the, other than the comfort of, you know, the Savior and His atonement, which I know you also focus heavily on, than a massage with aromatherapy combined with music, which music is, is a healing, you know, situation I mean for me too it, it's how I get through my tough times and and I you don't know much about me but I've been through a divorce as well I know what you're talking about as far as the pain goes and and trying to cover it up I loved what you pointed about trying to cover it up and when we've gone through something like that at least for myself I was always feeling like I have to pull myself together I have to get out there I have to put the smile on I have to be strong you you know constant self-talk you have to do this you have to get through this. And you're right. It's, it's so much different, though, than somebody who has an injury. Immediately, the response is compassion and, and let us help you. With divorce, the response is often people pulling away from you. Rather than feeling like people are reaching out and nurturing you, you feel like they're withdrawing. You're, you're losing friends. You're losing connection. And sometimes the connections that you've had were with the other person's family and um, it's just it's a painful thing to go through especially for those of us who were raised with this this little girl dream and this little boy dream of a happily ever after and and we wanted that and so in this we focus and what I realized I'll change my little thought here I realized that when you lose someone to death people come to you mm-hmm if you lose someone to divorce it's hard 
to grieve that because there are things you still love about that person. Mm-hmm. They were endeared to you. No one is is all bad, you know. And so right. you you remember them and you remember that cute dimple. You remember that. <laughs> you remember their laugh. You remember the sweet things they did for you. Right. And for me, uh, breaking up is hard to do. And my friends know that, like, I'm a hanger-oner. I'll try it from every angle. And so having that ability to lay on a massage table, not have to speak, be able to let that come up and just breathe through the pain. It's almost like going through childbirth to have to just breathe and gracefully transition through the grief back into hope and and maybe I can move forward and I can take a step and from from this, the, the Healer's Touch nine-point method is nine touch points on the body that are very mm. non-invasive. The Department of Professional Licensing recognizes that, that this is not a massage when I do this or teach women how to do this for their homes and families, for their husbands and children, that I'm not teaching massage. I'm teaching nine places to apply essential oils. The oils will go in to the nerve through the nerve endings into the organs adjacent through the chakras and the meridians into our electrical systems the oils are powerful conductors of of love and light and joy and so i've used the oils named them the names of the songs so there in the beginning when the healer's touch vocal came out Mm. there was an oil called sense of peace and the name of the song was sense of peace so during that song i would apply the oils as I would give a massage. And then the song Childlike Faith, and then as they breathe in that oil, the Childlike Faith oil, they would do that release work and reconnect to the powerful thought of, oh yeah, I do remember when I had Childlike Faith. And oh, the song Pure Love, what does heaven look like to you? And breathing in that beautiful, um, elevating oil, the the joyful blends, the the oils that I uh, used originally, I'm no longer using anymore because that company went out of business. But there's a lot of women out there in DoTerra and that are using oils mm-hmm. and using them for physical applications, and some that are even starting to get into the emotional applications of oils. But the emotional, spiritual application of the oils has been huge for me. Coupling that with Christ-centered music, you've got a win-win. That's amazing. It's a (laughs) win-win. It elevates their thoughts to the Savior. And then they're breathing in that lifeblood of the plant, concentrating on the lifeblood of the Savior. And they're remembering love. They're remembering joy. They're remembering peace. And they're able to breathe and transition through the sadness, through the sorrow, back into happiness. And you're focusing on on some of the oils that were featured in the Bible, right? In the, in yes, the <laughs> and we're in the next segment. We'll talk about that, It's going to be so fun. We will. I, I need to go back and ask you, how did you start writing your music? We, we haven't talked about that yet. We'll you know, sure I'm going to share this with Radio World. Um, I was 15 years old, and I wanted to know if there was a God. And so I'm really into teenagers because... Because I believe that if you can catch a teenager, if you can catch a teenager before they fall, then you can help them to find their gift. And that's kind of what God did with me. At 15, I wanted to know if there was a God. And I and was you didn't dating. know that yet at the time. You know, I'd been told that. I'd, mm-hmm. I, I was told a lot of things. And I was told that he loved me. 
And I wanted to know if I loved him too. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I knew that a relationship is a two-way street. And so I really wanted to know for myself, not just because everybody told me so. And so I prepared myself for six months to ask God. I read a book of scripture every single morning. And on the Sunday morning on February 15th, 1975, I cleaned my room, (laughs) I cleaned my closets because I was going to know, and I knew I was going to get an answer to my prayers. The answer to my prayers came, and it was a struggle with prayer. I wrestled with the Lord to give me the answer that I needed to know. And then when it came, it came with such a surgence of vibrational, I didn't know anything about vibration. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about meridians and chakras. All I knew was that from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, I was bathed in pure love and it kept surging up and down and up and down. And when it was over, I wrote my first song. And after that, the songs never stopped. It was like I brought a souvenir from God to my heart and knew I've always been super sensitive to those who are grieving, even in high school. It was like, come and tell me how you're feeling. And so mm-hmm. that was that was very common for me. What did that feel like to you? Was that was that what you might compare to the burning in the bosom or was it different, more of an electrical energy going up? And I'm, I'm curious because okay. you mentioned it so powerfully. Well, I know that it can happen. And from that, I knew that there was a God. And I begged. For, I told him, I will not get up off my knees until I know that I love you and that you love me. And, and you had that witness. And that. that witness came as a shower. You know, we have little goosebumps or tingles mm-hmm. when we're listening to a neat talk. But this was a surging of spirit that started at the crown of my head and went all the way down mm-hmm. to my toes and back up again. And I went to school and for three days, the, the teenagers, my friends, people that I didn't even know were coming up to me and saying, you are, you are radiating light. And it lasted for three days. Mm, And I loved everyone. There was no judgment. I absolutely loved everyone. And then when I could see their pain, their pain hurt more too. Mm. So everything was intensified. The ability to feel people's pain, the ability to feel love for people, that's never stopped. And God was able to channel that love through the music. Mm. I dedicated, you know, I remember after that, I realized, oh, there's songs coming in. I bowed my head over my guitar. I knew three chords, D, C, G, and every song was a rendition of D, C, G. (laughs) Every song was a rendition of D, C, and G. And uh, I just wrote song after song about the love of the Savior. I wanted to put it into words. I wanted to express that feeling that I had, and I never wanted to forget it. And so now, on this little USB drive, this is a heart USB drive oh, that I wear sweet. everywhere. That's There's cute. There's 1,000 songs and meditations that are Christ-centered that I use in my therapy with women and children. And, and you carry and it my around brothers. in the locket. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, it was a powerful experience. And it, I'm, I'm 55 now. It happened when I was 15. So, so that was your, years. when you wrote your first song, you were 15 years old. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What, what was it? What was your first song? It was actually a song about Nephi. Oh. And it was to the scripture in Second Nephi. 
uh, oh, wretched man that I am. Oh. And then how it turns. And then I've since then, I have written a whole CD of love songs for the women in the Book of Mormon, which is included in the Essential Christ, which is the next which is our next And segment. you have a lot of CDs that are coming out or that are already available. Will you please tell us the names of the CDs that you n- now have available or will be available soon at Deseret Book? Okay, so we I would love got. to. I'm so thankful for Roger Dean at Deseret Book. Uh, I met with him the other day and we talked about grieving. We mm. talked about, he, he said it, something really awesome. He said, you know, when you go to the store to buy a tool like a drill, you're not really buying a drill. What you're looking for is a hole. Mm, and he goes, you've, right. you've found the <laughs> hole. And the hole is in our hearts. And so we're just trying to, to, to spackle up or putty up the hole and, and help people to have a whole heart. And so he said, what are, your, what are your favorite CDs? Well, I told him about the lullabies. And I said, I would love to get all eight lullabies into Deseret Book. Because I believe mothers need these nighttime nurturing CDs to tuck their children in with aromatherapy, putting oils in the diffuser and massaging their feet. My mother always tucked me in. Mm. Um, He said, you know, we really don't have a market for that. There's not mothers coming in and buying lullaby CDs at Deseret Book. He said that there's one or two on the shelves and they really don't sell. And I, I said, well, then we'll go create a market. We'll do, and that's when I knew I was going to do radio shows because I thought every mother needs lullabies who will lullaby our children. But he did say, okay, so what would you like me to take? I said, The Essential Christ. Mm. The Essential Christ series is a series of six CDs, and I'll tell you the names. And they will soon be at six Deseret bookstores in Utah, and on the Deseret Bookstore website. I would love for everybody who's listening to go to Deseret Book anywhere between Spanish Fork, Payson, Ogden, and if you're, and ask for those CDs. Um, there is The Morning Light and With Perfumed Oil. And these were songs that I wrote about women in the scriptures when I was 28, nursing babies back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so they're from that perspective of being a young mother. At uh, then the essential Christ and Sariah, the love songs for women in the Book of Mormon, which Rod Meldrum is also selling on his web- website, and the Book of Mormon conference is coming up. No, uh, let's go back. You've got so they're available on Rod Meldrum's the website? Sariah, Sariah, oh, pure love oh, just songs. Just that particular one. That one is available on Rod Meldrum's website. And Do you want to send people there as well, or should we just stick with Desert oh, Book to keep it simple? People can go to Rod Meldrum's website. Why don't we give out that site real quickly then, if you've got it? Do you have that website with you? Or? You know, I bet they could Google um, or bookofmormonevidence.com because oh, there's a okay. big Book of Mormon conference coming up on October 8th, 9th, and 10th in Sandy. So that Soraya CD will be there. Uh, the last two CDs, I am so happy to announce that I, now I was 54. I had lost my voice for four years. Really? I couldn't sing, and I hadn't written a song, and I had come out of another marriage. And I was, you know, to be disconnected from your voice when you're a singer is like a, that's a, huge a dancer breaking their leg, especially when my connection with my voice was my connection to God's voice Mm -hmm. and his voice in me to write songs. And now for four years, I was doing webinars in a raspy whisper, and I had no voice. Was this a, do you mind if I ask, was that a result of your emotional feelings going on? Okay. It was a, I had lost my voice during that marriage, and I 
didn't feel like I could express myself, and I went totally raspy whisper. And you couldn't really hear me talk, and if I did, it was scratchy and it wasn't pretty at all. And so in January of 2014, I got back down on my knees, and I prayed that God would give me back my voice. And the thought that came to me was, your voice? This isn't your voice. This is my voice that I gave to you to sing songs about the Savior. And so I kind of laughed a little and went, oh, oh, yeah. And then asked if I could write some more music, that I needed to reconnect to the Savior through music. And that's when the songs, another round of songs about 12 women in the scriptures with the idea of coupling a healing oil of the Bible for every single one of those women. And it was, it was so amazing because I had studied those women when I was 28, 29, 30, 31, when I was um, at my low point in that first mm-hmm. marriage. And so I would get up and they led me to Christ. It seemed that every time I opened my scriptures, they would fall open to the, so- to the story about the widow with her last mite or the woman who poured perfumed oil on the Savior's feet or the woman at the well. And I just would read those stories and I'd see little vignettes in my mind. And then I would write the songs that I saw and I'd put them on little cassette tapes. I'd sing the tunes and stick them away in a drawer because I didn't have any money. And so I wrote lots and lots of songs about women in the scriptures. When I was 54, now I had gone through a divorce. I was grieving again. And Mm. the dream, the childhood dream had gotten like a second break in the arm, you know? Right. And now I began to write those songs about women in the scriptures from my 54-year-old point of view, which was a different point of view because now I'd traveled a little more through life. And I was going to bring that CD today, and I didn't bring it, but it's called A Joyful Heart. And it is the stories of 12 women in the New Testament who came to Christ. The, The one I would play for you today too, is the woman who crawled on her knees through the crowded maze to touch the Savior's hem, who had a 12-year issue of blood, mm-hmm. and who was healed by her faith and made whole. So we don't have that one today, but we in don't. the next segment, Karen is going to be with us for two segments this morning, and we're looking forward to, to the second segment as well, where we will play some of her music. Yes. You know, I don't want to run out of time before I ask you this question about others becoming a joy or a grief coach. You mm-hmm. you are actually training other people to do what you're doing, aren't you? Yes. I believe <clears throat> my dear friends, Laura Jacobs, Natalie Goddard, we have all been working together, and, and they are doing beautiful things with doTERRA oils. And I've kind of held back because I needed to finish what I had created for grieving hearts. Mm-hmm. But now I'm ready to go. And when I hit the ground, I'll hit the ground running. And in the meantime, I have found women who have been in, involved with oils, who have loved them, women in Washington and Oregon and Arizona, California, all over, who have said, we want to do joy coaching too. We want to take this healer's touch method to our homes and to our families and to our business practices and to other women who who want the oils and want the music and want to heal their hearts in a Christ-centered way. So now we're going. So are you doing that? And how how, um, do you reach the women outside of Utah? I do a webinar every Tuesday morning and we'll be getting our 
be beginning our Friday morning webinars again. I do training through those webinars. It's the uh, Friday morning webinars. How can our listeners get connected with you or get signed up for those webinars and find out more about that? That's mm-hmm. something they will want to know. Anyone who wants to contact me can contact me through 801 427 1047. And they will be invited, and a link will be sent to them for a Friday morning webinar at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Of course, we're all here in Utah, but to learn more and to get an overview and to get these little orientations about the different segments. They may be interested in the lullabies. They have little children Mm -hmm. or the healer's touch for their teenagers and husbands or for themselves or the women in the scriptures as a daily devotion. So that's the way to do it is just contact me by my phone or my email address is K-A-R-Y-N-L-Y-N-N-G-R-A-N-T at gmail.com. That's Karen Lynn Grant with a couple of Ys. Mm, and yeah, Karen with a, with a Y, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Anne with an E. Yes, exactly. So Karen Lynn Grant at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. With Karen with a Y. K-A-R-Y-N. You have got a business called The Cherishing Place. Now, how does that tie in with, with everything else you're doing? And, and what needs does it focus on as far as the home and family go? The Cherishing Place is my original business. It was actually called Sense of Peace. Mm-hmm. And then a dear friend, Kelly Anderson, said, call it The Cherishing Place. And so we changed that name. It is In My Home. It's where women can come. They can come with their husbands. They can bring a child. They can receive a heater's touch method session, music massage, aromatherapy, and they can do consecutive sessions or they can do one session. And so that is the work. That's the place. The cherishing place is my home. Well, I think we want to mention, uh, where is the best place for people to get in touch with you then? Is it the email again? We're, we're running out of time so fast, and it's been such a pleasure to visit with you. We are going to be visiting with Karen again after, I think we're going to play a song or so, and then we'll be back with Karen again for the second half hour of Talk of the Town. And I'm excited to learn more and be able to hear a music sample as well. So we will talk also about um, the five senses. We didn't have a chance to cover that this, but let's do, let's, let's touch on the five senses as well. So again, this is Karen Grant and Karen, please tell the listeners quickly what um, the best way to get in touch with you is so they can get involved with what you're doing and, and what you're promoting and selling. Okay. The best way to get in touch with me is to call me at 801-427-1047 or send me an email at Karen Lynn Grant. That's K-A-R-Y-N-L-Y-N-N-G-R-A-N-T at gmail.com. Or go to Deseret Book and ask for a CD. The best way to connect with me is probably through the music. Yes, yes, perfect. Well, thank you, Karen. It's been wonderful to have you with us. And again, this is Heidi Hansen on Talk of the Town, and we will be back for segment two in just a few minutes. Stay tuned with us, please. Have a great day. The preceding was a paid commercial program. 
Opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the party expressing them.